Bad coin is back, baby. And for a limited time, you've got an opportunity to get up to 1 million of them. It may or may not have something to do with my new book, which is written so you'll have more fun in your work and personal life. Come on. We also dig into the mailbox to answer a bunch of your questions from email and the Bad Crypto Mastermind. And the Bad Crypto Chicks are back for an interview with Tori Rice from Trust Token. You'll discover how their platform enables tokenization, fractional ownership, and global liquidity for the world's $256 trillion worth of real-world assets. So there you have it. There you are. And there it is. All the things in one place so you can pop open a cold one and be a couch potato while listening to episode number 127 of the Bad Crypto Podcast. Howdy, hi. Howdy, ho. What do you know, neighbor? It's the Bad Crypto Podcast, heard around the world, all from the comfort of our microphones, strategically positioned in front of our faces in Denver, Colorado. And what's the name of that uh, little town you're in outside um, Kansas City? Colorado Springs. Bum- Bumblewood. That's exactly right. How did you know? I live here in Lee's Summit, the uh, third largest city in Missouri. Yeah, Bumblewood. That's what I said. Mm-hmm. Gosh, you're so hateful. Oh, I love the Bumblewoods. It's great. And we're here to Google stuff, so you don't have to. And we do quite a bit of it, as uh, we are not at consensus, and we are not boycotting consensus. We're just not there. Yeah. We uh, want to give a shout-out to Jacob at Coindesk for not getting us passes. <laughs> thanks, 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 Jacob. No media passes yeah. for bad crypto. Uh, so I'm not yeah. sure what that's all about. Maybe next year, guys. But there was a bunch of opportunity that was popping up, and everything just kind of didn't work out. So I'm like, you know what? I don't think it's meant to be. I'm going to stay in Denver. Travis, you go to your room, and uh, we'll cover consensus. And, of course, the bad news episode coming up later this week will have all of the latest news from the consensus conference so uh, so there's that yeah i've been watching uh, several of the uh, the presentations from consensus from the comfort of my own home and that's been nice i didn't have to wait in line for two hours like some people had to do apparently uh consensus grew 20 from 2700 people to about 8000 people 8500 people something like that and their logistics has just been a nightmare and so it took people forever to get in and uh so i'm glad we're not fighting with a whole bunch of people you know what we had you know we had such a busy week hanging out in the cayman islands for the world tokenomic forum and uh you know what that was about as peaceful of, of work yeah i'm still i'm nursing my suntan still it was uh it was delightful so you know i don't know if you guys know this or not but between joel com and i we've written 16 books and uh you know He's written the majority of them. I mean, let's get real. He's written 15 of them. And actually, his 15th book, you have a book that's right on the horizons here soon, about to pop out, like about to come out of the womb at any time. <laughs> well, it's, it's already popped out, but it's not available for sale yet. Oh. But I, I did deliver it. I did give birth to it. I'm actually holding. <laughs> yeah, a bouncing baby book. Let me slap it. Stop crying. Uh, I have an advanced reader's copy in my hand right now, and I am more excited about this book than numbers one through 14. It's like those other children of mine. Screw them. This one. This is this is the uh, this is the chosen one right here. 
That's pretty fancy. How, uh, how, uh, your first book, wh- when did you write that? 1997, Internet Family Fun, The Parent's Guide to Safe Surfing. That was my, my first one. Internet Family Fun, and now you've come full circle with fun in the title once again. I was unaware uh, of that. That was completely you know what? I didn't pick up on that either, but thank you. The, uh, the book is called The Fun Formula, How Curiosity, Risk-Taking, and Serendipity Can Revolutionize how you work. And this book is a, um, a distilling, if you may, if I may, you may too, we may, we may both, a reverse engineering of the successes I've had over my 23-year internet and technology career to discover the real keys to uh, to success that I feel are duplicable. And guess what? It's not all about that hustle and grind mumbo jumbo. Mm. You know, I it's one of those things when they say, you know what, have a hustle, hustle, be working, be working. I think there's there's more than one way to skin a cat. Right. I think this is the way that works pretty well for you. You've had some great success with the the formula that you had. My my formula is a little bit different. My formula is never stop learning. Right. Because I keep learning, figuring new stuff out. You your formula is do what you love and that's fun that you enjoy and you are able to sort of hack the process of of how you stumbling into areas that you're curious about have turned into several business opportunities that yeah. you've won in right yeah. so that's a a number of unicorns and honestly the the never stop learning thing that's your uh part of the fun formula that's your you're bringing your uniqueness your curiosity into that but the hustling grind mentality is something that some people are teaching you know they're promising you can get that lambo in your garage and you can uh you know have the big house and there's the swimming pool and there's all the beautiful people and so much money and listen i've i've made a lot i've lost a lot you know you and I know how to make money and money is not ultimately what brings satisfaction in life. Once you get past a certain amount um, and it's, you know, a a really unusual measurement of success, how much money you have. And uh, I've been fortunate to have a number of unicorns in my life. You know, I sold a site to Yahoo. I had an iPhone app that went to number one. I'm a New York Times bestseller and, and have done all these different activities. But what I've discovered is those successes have not come from busting a hump, from working around the clock. And so I've, I've figured out how I did succeed in that. And uh, this book is coming out on Thomas Nelson Publishers on June 5th. Uh, HarperCollins is their parent company. And uh, they're super excited about it. I'm super excited about it. And I thought that uh, you guys would be as well. And, and uh, you and I discussed how could we reward the citizens of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia uh, for going ahead and pre-ordering this book? We did. We had that. We had that conversation. I believe what we came up with is if they buy a copy of your book and then send the receipt for that copy of that book to at crypto podcast at gmail.com, then we would reward them with what? Two hundred and fifty thousand bad coin. That's right. Two hundred and fifty thousand bad coin. And here, you know, Mr. Travis Wright is also a prolific author, and he has written a total of one books. But that book <laughs> does that mean prolific? Yeah, that book is prolific. is a powerful book with your co-author Chris Snook. Digital Sense. Uh, it's it's been very well received, critically acclaimed, and you guys should have it too. And so, what we decided is you'll get two hundred fifty thousand bad coin uh, as a free bonus. Okay. 
uh, just for purchase for buying the book. The book is what you're buying. You're not buying bad coin. Okay, you can't buy bad coin. It's not for sale. But if you buy the book and you send the receipt for the book, you'll get a quarter of a million bad coin to your BitShares account. Of course, you'll have to set up a BitShares wallet, which is free to do. But if you also purchase a copy of Digital Sense, you'll get four times the amount of bad coin. A million bad coin. I've got my Doctor Evil thing going on here. A million bit. That is true. That's pretty fancy there. Thanks for the kind words, Mr. Jokon. Absolutely. And what you want to do is you want to go to thefunformula.com because there's additional bonuses that you get $100 worth of additional bonus content that you'll get from the publisher and myself. So if you go to thefunformula.com and order a copy from any of the retailers, is Amazon, Barnes & Noble, Books a Million, Walmart, iBooks, and several others, and then you fill out the form, not only will you get the book when it arrives but you'll immediately get the first three chapters in a digital format you'll get a fun formula interactive study journal it's a $17 value it's only digital it's only available through this form I've created three videos that are exclusive to this order uh, 15 minutes of extra content you'll get the first 20% of the audiobook version and you will get to access a webinar that I'm doing just for those who pre-order the book so it's thefunformula.com once you've ordered it, fill the form out on the site to get the bonuses from the publisher and then email a receipt to badcryptopodcast at gmail.com uh, for whatever you've ordered. If it's just my book or if it's my book and Travis's book, Digital Sense, or if it's just Travis's book. But you don't get anything if you just order Travis's book. Sorry. If you just order Travis's book, you should just get 250000 No, you don't. Book. No, you get nothing. You have to order my Why book. Why not? Oh, so they have to have your book too? That's not – it's kind of – Because I got that. Because it's it's about me, not you. Oh, it's true. I'm just like a bonus in this. That's good. This is Joel Com's fifteenth book launch. So make it make it special for him. I mean, he needs. Well, you guys are going to love this book. All right. You know, this is you're not getting this book just to to please me. Uh, you're going to love this book. This book is going to inspire you. The early reviews that have come in uh, say that this book is going to be a hit and uh, you guys are going to enjoy it. So thanks for checking it out. Absolutely. That's one of those things, man. You know what? A lot of people who listen to this show, they want to they want a better life, right? Some of them, they want to invest in the crypto so they can buy a Lambo and moons and all that. But really, you know what? It's about improving, getting better and having fun. We're here for just such a small amount of time. I actually am listening to this um, this audio program on uh, there's this website called I, I just recently found called uh, Skillstack or StackSkills.com, one of the two. Uh, what was interesting is, is Seneca, he had an amazing, amazing quote that uh, most people let time slip away as if it were something replaceable. And we have just such a, a small amount of time, and uh, it's it's a sign of a great man not to let his time be frittered away. And so, you know, some people say the hustle thing. And that that comes in line with this. Some people, you know, like Joel, he's got another he's got another process of that. I think they work together. You can if it's something you love, then you can work 14 hours on it and it's not work. 
Absolutely. That you know? you're having fun. But, you know, a lot of people lose sight of other important things. And the hustle and grind is something that for a season, uh, there's times where you have to really buckle down and do that. But as a lifestyle, um, it ultimately will will bleed you dry and it will damage relationships. And a fulfilling life is is not just about money and, you know, getting uh, awards and all that. It's doing what you love. That's true. I want to read this quote. So I found it. It is not that we have a short time to live, but that we waste a lot of it. Life is long enough and sufficiently generous amount has been given to us for the highest achievements if we were all well invested. Mm -hmm. So invest your time wisely and read the fun formula, and that'll help you have more fun in the process. And uh, Maybe get a better life out of the deal. There's a great meme that shows Dwight from the office. And on top, it says life is short. And then it's where he says false. It's the longest thing you do. <laughs> it is. So it is the longest thing you do, but we're not guaranteed tomorrow. Well, a lot of people say, oh, I can't wait till I get to 60 and I'm going to I'm going to retire and go travel the world. Guess what? You're not guaranteed that you're going to get to 60. And in fact, you know, for the longest time throughout history, getting to 50 or 60 was a very rare feat. Like only recently in the last 100 years or so are people living to be 60, 70 and a hundred and whatnot. I mean, that, that's, that used to not be the case. And so, I mean, I, I turned 45 in a couple of days and it just makes me think, damn, you know, where did the time go? 45, like I'm halfway to 90 and you know what? I, I'm not planning on retiring or giving up or stopping or doing, I'm going to keep going. Cause I love learning. I love figuring things out and having fun. And uh, I have a feeling, Mr. Joel Kahn, we're going to keep having fun on this bad crypto thing for a while. Thefunformula.com. Check it out. Get your copy. Email your receipt to badcryptopodcast at gmail.com. And now let's hear what you guys have to say. Bad crypto voicemail. You have one new message. Hey, guys. This is just a general great show. Love your show. I mean, been listening to it since the beginning. Joel, I've been following you known you since way back in the im days travis don't know you but lucky you hooked up with joel now one little thing that i wanted to share with you that i watch a show called billions on showtime and this is the third week in a row that they have thrown crypto in the show and they even had a little uh treasure or whatever it was saying that here you go here's your million dollar in cryptos and another guy said hey pay me in crypto so that's pretty crazy that's the first time i've ever heard it on tv and it's been three weeks in a row on this show called billions so that's all waiting for the next new episode you guys are awesome thanks bye you hear that travis uh, apparently you are lucky that you hooked up with me hmm. wow so i'm so you know what i am grateful because we're pretty we're a pretty powerful duo here mr joe com but i'm pretty sure you're lucky to have hooked up with me uh, because I mean, this is magic now. Yeah. I mean, come well, on. you've got those matrix <laughs> style glasses. Oh so, yeah, I am grateful. Actually, I have not seen billions yet. It's on my watch list, and I know Travis, you don't watch television at all. So somebody else talked to us about that the other day. Like, how have you not watched billions? Yeah. I'm like, dude, I don't watch TV. And he's all like, dude, it's billions. It's so great. And I'm like, and now this is the third time somebody has mentioned something about billions, and that is when I might actually watch my might I might tune into an episode. Or yeah. so. I don't normally watch a lot of TV, but I might do. Yeah, I like billions. That sounds good. Yeah. Who doesn't like billions? I'm going to check it out as well. Oh, 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 Bonin. Bonin Bauga. Yeah, Bonin. Bonin. <laughs> <laughs> 
It was Bonin. Bonin is actually like renting that mansion in the Hamptons that Billions is at. We were going to get to go to that if we were going to yeah. be in New York. You guys have been giving us some new five-star reviews, and here's a few of them uh, from To Da Moon wrote, if you enjoy both sitting and listening, then this is the podcast for you. They talk about things and stuff, which is pretty neat. If you like sitting things and stuff, then you'll love this bad podcast. Well, I mean, I like standing sometimes and walking around. Can you can you move and listen to Bad Crypto? I'm not sure. Here is another one. So bad. Uh, the Bad Crypto podcast is like being back inside your warm, comfortable mother's belly, being getting squeezed out into the real world of crypto in a disturbingly satisfying way. Wow, we are we are the birth canal of crypto, Mister Jocom. That's crazy. Certainly, we. Are. Uh, it makes me. <laughs> It makes me feel so bad. It feels good. So good, but still bad, but that's okay. I hope, uh, please help me anyway, on your way of getting squeezed out of the belly, Travis and Joel are there being proud first time dads, helping you go through the ups and downs of the daily crypto life with a continuous flow of bad dad jokes, crypto news, more bad jokes, friendship, and zero investor advice, uh, because they're bad and I'm bad. I'm so bad. So, so bad. Woohoo. Uh, is this what I am now? Thanks, Sip Samson, for that. Uh, good and the bad wrote, these guys are bad as in good, as in so bad that you can only describe just how good they are by acknowledging it as bad. When in reality, it's good, but yet you can only say they are bad. In all serious, it's a good, bad podcast. Stay bad. Here's a good one here that's bad. Uh, might have a future in poop rap. Watch out, Kanye. Poop, scoop, scoopity, poopity, poop, doopity, poop, 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 duty, 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 poop, poop. Yeah, nice, very nice. Seriously, though, big ups to these guys for their knowledge and witty crypto banter. These are some bad dudes. And you know, I don't know, uh, John McAfee called us badasses. Yeah, I don't know why he referred to that particular part of our anatomy, but, uh, you know, and then we are bad. Yeah, Maddie Canada wrote a poem for us, a poem. When Lambo, when Moon, listen to bad when BTC makes you sad. Joel will sing, Travis will bring crypto knowledge to share, and soon all will be square so you can have a happy air. Air? Oh, H E I R, air. Somebody's going to, you know. yeah, there's that. So thanks for the funny five stars. And uh, you guys, please keep them coming. And we're going to keep reading funny five-star reviews. Go to iTunes or Facebook. And we're going to select one at the end of the week. One of you is going to get 500 Stellar Lumens, which is at uh, $0.37 as of today. So Mike uh, Stepanov in the mastermind writes when moon but seriously what are the obstacles that crypto and blockchain tech has to overcome to gain a better traction with the public and a wider adoption it's a great question this is a great question i think it's got ease of use i mean i think people you know are are very comfortable with credit cards and debit cards and i think more people need to figure out how to easily buy the crypto there's got to be a mechanism to make it easy to super easy to buy that is adopted by the masses uh, right. Coinbase now has been around for six years. They are, you know, the probably one of the most important, you know, companies in the crypto world. So something like getting on Coinbase, getting a shift card and being able to use your crypto uh, through a debit card. That's going to be huge. And just as more people hear about it, you know, just kind of how 
how, you know, the word uh, they talked about crypto in the show Billions. You know, it becomes part of common culture and, and the stigma of, you know, criminals using crypto only goes away. And uh, I think we're starting to see that more and more as we, we move through. Actually, you know, there's an app out now that is moving in that direction. It's the easiest app I've seen to be able to buy Bitcoin. It's the Robin Hood app. Um, it's available for both iPhone and Android. I downloaded it and installed it and I have I've purchased Bitcoin through it. I funded my account, you know, from my bank account and and now I'm holding a little bit of Bitcoin in there. Um and it, it, you can also trade a bunch of stocks in there, but what's really cool about it is it's there's no fees. It's fee free. They don't charge you any transaction fees for buying and selling of stocks or cryptos. That's true. And what's cool is we have a link that will allow you to get your first free stock. So if you go to badco.in forward slash Robinhood and you sign up, download the app from that, and then fund your account. I don't even know if you even funded your account. If you just open up the account, they give you a, um, a free stock. And then you basically sort of scratch it and you figure out what it is. And I've gotten a couple of them. Like one stock was like a $3 stock. One stock was a $6 stock. You've gotten a few as well, haven't you? Yeah, in fact, uh, I've probably done about just personally on my account, I think 13, 14 referrals. I've got three shares of Sprint. It's at $5 right now. I got two shares of Chesapeake, two shares of uh, Sirius XM. That's at six eighty-five a share right now. Four shares of Groupon, three Zynga, and two American Steel. And so we're not talking a lot of money there, but it's a free stock. And so when you go to badco.in forward slash Robinhood and install the app and go through the, the basic signup, they'll give you a free stock. And the stocks are valued anywhere between three, and then you have a chance to get a, a share of Apple, which is like close to two hundred dollars. Um, so, you know, it's a small chance, but you have a chance. And when you get a stock, uh, we get a stock. So take stock and stocks and fox and socks with blocks in a box. that rocks in a box. So badco.in forward slash Robin Hood. And this is just a real great step forward, you know, as Mike was asking towards public adoption is easy to use tools that, you know, don't put you through the ringer to get yeah, them. It's actually been the one that I've used to buy more stocks like i don't normally mess around in the stock market much just because i don't really like fiat currency and i've always thought that the stuff would crash but um we had the ceo of overstock on the show or on one of our early shows and you know what he's doing with t0 and overstock how they accept all those cryptos and stuff it seems to me that uh the price actually when we interviewed him the price was twenty dollars twenty five dollars and then when bitcoin went to the moon in january that got up to like 80 something dollars and now it's back down to like 30 something dollars so looks to me like if it goes back up and hits that point there down the road it should be an 80 80 stock down the road maybe so anyways it's kind of fun i enjoy it blake writes in the mastermind would love for one of you to start mining and talk about your experiences and mistakes uh, which one of us blake yeah I, me? 
Travis? I don't know. Me? I don't know. Well, let's be indecisive about it and see if, uh, you know, who, who who decides. Actually, we are looking into doing some mining, right, Mr. Joel? Yeah, we are. We're looking at uh, doing some Litecoin mining, and that's really all we can tell you about it right now. We haven't um, pulled the trigger on it yet, but once we do and have some experience, then, uh, then we'll share that with you. Of course, Travis has talked about his mining experience, how he mined 55 Bitcoin and, and lost them forever. Mm-hmm. Actually, I mined 50 Bitcoin. I mined a block, and then that was cool. But my computer fam is going, <laughs> and then I went to a uh, 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 one of the Bitcoin faucets back in the day. Uh, they would give you five Bitcoin if you went and clicked on, just went and literally went to the site and clicked on the link. They would send you five Bitcoin. So I really wish I had done more of that. And you didn't, but that's okay. Uh, So we'll get back to you on that, Blake. Uh, Mike and David wrote in the Mastermind, we'd both like more info about the Fibonacci um, TA guy that Travis mentioned, Scott, the crypto guy. Can we put that in the show notes here, Travis, and tell people who it is? Yeah, who it is. You know, I think I said the name incorrectly the first time because people are like looking for it, but it is called Trade Crypto Live. Dot net and we'll have him on the show here eventually we, i've been chatting with him and learning from him you know learning about how to set up trading view and uh that way i can have the the right you know charts and then start using the tools to sort of map it out and understand what the technical um tools mean and what the different um you know signals are showing you right and uh, so there's a whole bunch of stuff to know about it and actually guys i had uh, connected with uh, Stan Bokoff, who is the CTO over at TradingView. Uh, I actually did a podcast with him on VentureBeat uh, last year, I believe, last July or last June. And um, we're going to have him on the show. We're going to interview him uh, coming up here shortly. So he'll be on a future episode chatting all things about trading and TradingView.com. Excellent. So we'll check that out. The uh, site is tradecryptolive.net. It's Scott, the crypto guy. So a bunch of you asking about that, you can go there. Crypto man, I think is his name on Facebook. Yeah. Uh, Josh writes via the contact form, which anybody can write us via. Go to badcryptopodcast.com, click contact Travis and Joel or Travis or Joel and Travis or whatever it says. And he said, I voted for the Bad Crypto Podcast for best podcast in the Crypto Influencer Awards. We told you to vote for Laura, Josh. Told you to vote for mm-hmm. Lamarson. Uh, love the show you guys put on. You keep it balanced with humor, knowledge, and insight. Keep up the great work. Stay bad, but don't shard your pants. Josh, mm-hmm. an expat mm-hmm. living in a Tokyo. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we don't. We didn't want to win. Um, it's just, yeah, it's not not our jam. We want to win. You know what? It's yeah. one of those things that are easily manipulated. And I put up a, a, a post on Facebook. Hey, vote for us. But really, it's like meh. If we win, we win. If not, nobody. I, I actually just talked to uh, the guy who's putting us on because he wanted us to come out uh, for the show. And uh, we in tomorrow we should have some news related to the show. But I can't share with you yet because I want to make sure that everything's going to work properly. And and I told him, you know, you need, you need to have like a, a panel, like an academy of people. It, it can't just be a popularity thing because apparently the guy who uh, looks like he's going to win, which is not a, it's Matthew. Aaron over at uh, Crypto 101 puts on a good crypto show over there, um, you know, pushed it really hard. And, you know, uh, we want to push you guys to go to, you know, buy my book 
you know, <laughs> something that'll bring you actual value. Um, so the fun formula. That's what Joel wants because Joel is, wants it. It's all about Joel. Yeah. <laughs> and buy Travis's book too because it's also. Really yeah, yeah. Oh, by the way. <laughs> Kevin wants to know. Hey, first of all, <laughs> what? Stop making me laugh. I'm trying to be serious. All right. First of all, thanks for putting on such a great show. I really enjoy listening to your podcast all the time. But recently, since April 16th, none of the episodes will play from my Tesla now. Uh, have you guys used a new server? I would love to listen to your podcast during my daily drive. Uh, if this gets fixed, by the way, Tesla is going through Slacker for streaming. Is this their issue or your issue? Mind figuring this out. And we got a follow-up from our tech guy, Aaron the tech he said that he thinks there's an issue with an app inside the car and that the software updates might be required and you know sorry to hear about that struggle of your daily commute in your tesla can we get uh, elon musk on the line here in fact as fate would have it somebody emailed me anonymously a list of phone numbers of ceos and on that list is elon musk's name and i've got the phone number right here so let me just i'm just going to go ahead and dial him uh hello uh, elon is that you oh uh, yeah, yeah yeah this is elon elon this is uh joel and travis from the bad crypto podcast and uh, we have a listener that wants to know what the heck's up with the tesla they can't listen to the show anymore Ah, ah, um, yes. Um, well, fundamentally, there is an issue within the Tesla that uh, upon times needs start, needs uh, software updates, and it could be part that um, we are living in a simulation, and you've not fully updated your your car software. So you might need to do that. So let me ask you this: Is uh, Bad Crypto available on SpaceX yet? Because people want to know when Moon. Certainly not. We we don't like to put our customers, we value our customers here at Tesla. We want to make sure that uh, we only give them good programming. So no, of course not. Because because we're bad. Okay, thanks, Elon. Appreciate it. Have a good have a good day, Joel. Well, well, there you have it. Um, Elon Musk pretty much uh, redundant there says what you know, our tech guy knew. So mm. yeah, I'm sorry we wasted his time. Yeah, And apparently we're not going to the moon anytime soon. Um, when, when, people don't say when Tesla when moon. You know, people don't say, you know, when Toyota Corolla. They do say, uh, well, at least Allen says from our contact forum, what options does someone have to safely and consistently, as consistent as a paycheck, exchange to fiat? I know, I know. Why fiat? Bills, baby. I have bills. As bad experts, what concerns would you have in a developing employee-employer relationship compensation terms loosely described above? It seems like receiving Bitcoin or Ethereum in a GDAX wallet then exchanging will be monotonous or monomonotonous. <laughs> you know what? Monomona is monomonotonous. Oh, monomonotonous. Uh, so I would say this, what he's wanting to know is how can he consistently, uh, you know, exchange crypto back to fiat if he's getting paid for it. And he says it's monotonous to do this if you have to log in your GDAX. But uh, I believe there's a feature within Coinbase and within GDAX where you can say, here's my coin that's sitting in here every week, you know, you know, send me out this much and they can do that. They can just do it on a regular basis unless you don't have enough crypto in there to handle yeah, it. You know, whenever I've got something in another exchange and I sell it to Bitcoin or Ethereum, I just sell, send it to GDAX and from GDAX, I then 
sell it there. And it does, it is monotonous. It does take an extra step. I know there's some other exchanges that let you go to fiat, but they're very few. And, uh, and it is a pain. And this kind of goes back to the initial question, you know, that was, that was asked here, um, about how do we get more traction for, um, public uh, adoption of, uh, of crypto. And this is one of the problems we have. So hopefully we will see some more of these solutions spring up. Mana, mana. So thanks for writing us and uh, interacting with us. We always appreciate that and enjoy trying to give you bad answers. And uh, now we're going to turn it over to Sarah and Rachel, the crypto chicks. They've got a great interview with Tori Rice. He's the VP of Business Development and Asset Tokenization at Trust Token. Um, and these guys are enabling tokenization, fractional ownership, and global liquidity for real world assets. There's only about $256 trillion of real world assets and uh, these deal, guys, right? it's not that much yeah it's a few, few dollars it's a few bad coin so this is so, this uh, is about a stable coin here true usd and uh so that is a u.s uh, you know it's a u.s dollar collateralized stable coin that uh that uses trust tokens so this is a pretty interesting uh pretty interesting interview with the crypto chicks so well, here we go We have an interview today with Tori Reese, the Vice President of Business Development at Trust Token. He is a financial technology entrepreneur and blockchain nerd. He works for Trust Token. It's the platform that brought you True USD. And you may have heard of True USD recently. They've been getting a ton of press about their USD collateralized stablecoin that uses the trust token legal and technical framework to provide token holders with regular audits and legal rights to redeem tokens for USD. Yeah, we're excited to have Tori here with us today to talk about trust token and true USD. And Tori, I also see that you are a big believer in Takun Olam, which is defined in Judaism as our innate imperative to repair the world. Um, I'm Jewish also, so I uh, know what that is. I'm familiar with that. That's pretty cool. What is that? <laughs> yeah, so I, uh, it's funny that you, uh, you saw that. Yeah, it's really, it's kind of a core tenant of mine. And it's actually something uh, that I found in a lot of... Uh, you know, my colleagues here at Trust Token, uh, which is really, it's just this fundamental belief that um, we all kind of share a responsibility to repair the world. Um, that's the literal translation of Tikkun Olam. Um, and so the concept is that even if you're, you know, in a capitalist venture, like most of us are, um, you can still find ways to drive positive impact. And, you know, there's small ways, whether with individual interactions or through your, you know, through your work that you can, uh, you can help. Yeah, yeah, that's interesting. Um, I also wrote an article on Forbes about you guys about uh, trust token and true USD um, about stable coins. So could you just tell us a little bit about what um, what a stable coin is and why should traders care about stable coins? Yeah, because we're a podcast for the crypto curious and newbies. Crypto curious, curious, yeah. not curious. <laughs> Or sure. Yeah. So stable coins have been getting a lot of attention uh, over the past few months and, and really over the past year. They, many people call them the holy grail uh, of crypto. Um, but the reason for that is because when everyone thinks of crypto assets or cryptocurrencies, the first thing that comes to mind 
is for most people is volatility, you know, and you hear a lot people, you know, they're, they're investing because they're kind of speculating in various assets, but for real traders and for real business uh, applications to emerge, uh, one of the necessary features of these uh, cryptocurrencies that you would require is stability. Uh, Cause no one wants to, for example, if you're a trader, uh, you can't exactly hedge your position in something like Ethereum or Bitcoin that you know might lose value overnight or or double in value. Um, whereas with a stable coin, the idea is that you know the value that you put into it one day will be relatively static the next. Right. And that's because it's paired to the US dollar. Now another stable coin that everyone knows about because it's been also in the news a lot for being under investigation is Tether. But TrueUSD is different because they're actually, you guys are actually supported by U.S. banking partners. Um, why is it important for stablecoins to have a pair backing to real assets? Yeah, so in our opinion, we think that there's, there's many different use cases that you know, both traders and businesses might have for a stablecoin. Um, and, you know, some people like the, the, anarcho, the anarchist crypto folks who don't want anything to do with the U.S. dollar are happy to you know, deal with a, an algorithmic stablecoin. But the majority of traders that we speak with and the businesses that we speak with, they really they want a way of dealing with the U.S. dollar. They want to know that their stablecoin is actually worth something and it's backed by something you know, with real value. And that's why, uh, you know, our stablecoin, like I said, has that one to one pairing where every single one equates to $1 in a U.S. bank that, you know, the users can go to our app and and redeem for themselves. What are you saying about the anarchists? The anarchists <laughs> don't want a backing, a U.S. dollar backing? Yeah, I think there's, there's plenty of people that I've encountered out there who, uh, you know, they're like, I don't want anything to do with any governments of any kind. And so if you, you know, there's people who want to live completely off the grid with no government associations. And, you know, I can totally, I can understand <laughs> to each their own. Well, then I guess Trust Token is not an anarchist organization. <laughs> no, not quite. We, we're taking very much uh, a different approach. You know, we see that Tether has proven that there's a huge market opportunity uh, and clear demand for, a, you know, a stable coin. But they also, you know, they lost the trust of their users and of the community. And, you know, we see it as an opportunity to work with regulators, with banking partners in a, you know, positive and healthy way, uh, ensuring that, you know, traders can trust uh, that every single true USD they hold is actually backed by a U.S. dollar. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's a good point. Um, I think it's great that you guys are taking different approaches in building a stable coin and that you've chosen the U.S. dollar backed approach with true USD. But how exactly are you creating this trust? I mean, what are you guys doing to ensure that users or that owners of the token can actually trust you? Like, yeah, yeah like, why are you choosing U.S. dollar for that trust? Right. Yeah, sure. exactly. So we're, we're looking to earn trust in a few ways. You know, one, the way we think about the U.S. dollar is that it, it is one of, if not the most trusted financial instrument in the world today. Uh, you can go virtually anywhere in the world and it's recognized and used as a form of currency. And so we believed by tokenizing the U.S. dollar first as like the first asset we're bringing onto the blockchain. Uh, within our platform as, you know, the right approach. It's, it's understood, it's trusted. And the second thing uh, that we're doing a bit differently to earn trust is we're saying, you know, you don't have to trust us completely. Um, we're working with third-party auditors 
like Cohen and Company, and you know we're in process of onboarding with Ernst and Young um, to have these third-party auditors that will independently attest to you know that that there actually are the funds in the accounts that we say there are. Right. So the third party helps. I mean, and that's really why the banks were created in the first place, because the citizens didn't trust government. And so they needed this third party, which were the banks. So it's interesting to see how this is all changing. Right. And that's also a good point that you bring up, because Tether couldn't prove that they had the funds to back up their coin. So you guys are actually proving that, I guess. Right. Yeah, we, we prove it on a weekly basis. You can go to our blog and we post those attestations publicly. And you know, what's funny is one of the downsides of, or I mean, we see it as an upside, but one of the, one of the downsides uh, of an immutable ledger is that, you know, on the tether side of things, if there was ever a point in history where they didn't have that one-to-one pairing, you know, they can look at the blockchain and reconcile that against a bank account, and it would be pretty clear to anyone. And so, you know, we see it as an upside, but I could see why, you know, others would see that as a downside. Right. And one thing to note is, you know, speaking of, you guys just passed your $12 million in circulation mark. Congratulations. Wow, that's amazing. Congrats. Yeah. <laughs> How does that? Yeah, absolutely. You guys are really hitting these milestones, you know, how does this benchmark you against the competition? Um, well, yeah, we're, we're really humbled by the community's response. Uh, you know, we, we launched just, just over a month ago. And so we've basically hit the 12 million mark is, is approximately where Tether was in month 22 or 23. So we're really, you know, we're pr- really happy uh, that the reception we've been receiving from the community. And, you know, we see that trust as something that we need to earn. And so we're doing everything in our power to continue to earn it. And, uh, and the market cap's reflecting that. Yeah, I mean, we were actually, Rachel and I were just talking about Basis and how they raise so much money with Basecoin at $133 million from Silicon Valley investors. Trust Token is another example of a company being funded not through an ICO, but through traditional VC means. And, you know, you really see you guys are hitting these benchmarks that took Tether two years to hit, and you're getting them right after launching. I mean, clearly the market is ripe for this. What do you feel? more institutional investors are taking interest in stable coins right now in general. And what um, is Trust Token working on specifically? Yeah. So, you know, it's funny. Just last week, both Danny, our CEO, and I were in New York and we had dinner uh, with the basis team. And, you know, we have a lot of respect for their project and, and that respect is mutual. Uh, and, you know, the, what, what we think the big difference is is we're taking a very compliant approach to our fundraising. Um, you know, our offering is a Reg D uh, 506C sale, which is basically a fancy way of saying we are only working with accredited investors who also perform KYC checks. And, you know, we've, we've partnered with CoinList on that process. And, you know, we've seen that the uh, Silicon Valley investors, as well as the investors in New York, um, really respect the thoughtful nature that we're taking, but also that we're being completely compliant and making sure that we cross our T's and dot our I's. Yeah. So you bring up, you said KYC compliant. Everybody seems to be talking about this KYC know your customer 
compliance. Can you kind of uh, go into a little more detail about what that means? Because apparently it's becoming a trending thing right now. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. Uh, you would never think that uh, th- these acronyms, KYC, AML, uh, would be sexy things, quote unquote. <laughs> AML stands for KFC. Rachel, just let it out. The acronyms is all I'm saying. Anyway, sorry, Tori, continue. Let's no, no, be serious, you guys. We can try. <laughs> we can try. So the whole know your customer and, and anti-money money laundering, you know, requirements, you know, really these are traditionally uh, measures to prevent, you know, the use of funds for either money laundering or to, to fund terrorist organizations. You know, there's lots of implications from the Patriot Act. And, you know, interestingly enough, we see it as an advantage. You know, the more compliant we are as a business, you know, it's it's very difficult and it costs, it takes a large investment for an organization to stay compliant. And, you know, we're really excited. We just made a pretty huge hire on the compliance side. We've been working with some really fantastic compliance professionals, but we just brought on the former head of compliance from First Republic uh, National Bank. Uh, And, you know, what we're trying to do here is protect part of our business by being, you know, at the very cutting edge of compliance. Um, And the reason why it's kind of become a sexy thing is because, it is harder to do. And a lot of the scammers out there don't take the time to actually set up a compliant business and, you know, work with the right regulatory bodies to basically acquire the right licenses and certifications. And so, you know, we're excited. We're doing all those things so we can actually make it sexy. All right. Well, bringing sexy back with all the acronyms and being compliant and, you know, getting a great hire. Congratulations. Thank you. And congratulations on hitting the $12 million in circulation mark. That's really big news. Yeah, yeah, we're excited. Yeah, I mean, I I think it's great. And I think that TrueUSD is, you know, really breaking barriers in terms of being a, a stable coin that people can trust. So yeah, keep up the awesome work. And I guess for all the listeners out there, um, is there any last comments you want to leave before we end the interview? Uh, really, we just want to say, you know, we appreciate the support of the community. We're really excited. You know, don't let all the scams that are out there get you. Uh, we're still all of us blockchain nerds. know uh, the tech is there. There's real work being done by really fantastic and bright people. Uh, and so, you know, just make sure you, you support your favorite projects. Uh, but do your homework, do your research. KYC. <laughs> and know your customer. <laughs> and yeah. AM, AML, right? Anti-money laundering. laundering. Right. That's right. <laughs> lessons, it, of, lessons of the day. Yeah. So there you have it, everybody. Tori Reese of Trust Token and True USD. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Thank you, ladies. We appreciate your crypto chickiness and bringing great content and interviews to the citizens of the Republic of Bad Cryptopia. Excellent. Yeah. So this has been an action-packed episode here of Bad Crypto Podcast, episode 127, which that's we're getting old, Mr. Joel Com. That's quite a quite a number we have we have accumulated here. We are coming up on our one-year anniversary or birthday celebration. It's going to be taking place in Denver, Colorado on July the 18th of 2018, one year to the day that the first episode came out. And stay tuned. Coming soon, we will have instructions on how you can register to come join us for a night, an evening of food, fun, and frivolity and badness. 
food, fun, frivolity. That's a like that sounds like a fun formula. It's like all the F's. It is. Very nice. Well, it's, not, it's not all the F's. There's other F's. <laughs> There's other F's. And again, if you do not recall from earlier in the show, you know, uh, take a look at Mr. Joel Com's book, The Fun Formula, and take a, you know, take a screenshot of your receipt. Email that to badcryptopodcast at gmail.com. And, you know, if you buy my book as well, uh, Digital Sense, you're going to get a million bad coins that are completely worthless. They will help you stay bad. Who's bad? The Bad Crypto Podcast is a production of Bad Crypto LLC. The content of the show, the videos, and the website is provided for educational, informational, and entertainment purposes only. It's not intended to be and does not constitute financial, investment, or trading advice of any kind. You shouldn't make any decisions as to finances, investing, trading, or anything else based on this information without undertaking independent due diligence and consultation with a professional financial advisor. Please understand that the trading of Bitcoin's and alternative cryptocurrencies have potential risks involved. Anyone wishing to invest in any of the currencies or tokens mentioned on this podcast should first seek their own independent professional financial advisor.